Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm host Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 316. Today's show is brought to you by Simple Habit. Today's show is part of our Fitness Friday shows, and it's another great one in our Fitness Friday series. We'll be hearing from returning guest Sabrina Joe, who will join us in just a minute. Sabrina Joe, of course, is a favorite with our Not Old Better audience and is the American Council on Exercise Director of Science and Research Content. Sabrina Joe will be here to share important information about new research that answers the question always on our minds for the Not Old Better Show audience and community. Do older adults respond to exercise training in a way that is similar or different to their younger counterparts? You know, for many of us in the Not Old Better Show audience, we want to believe that we are never too old to compete, succeed, and make statistically significant and meaningful gains with a well-designed exercise program for ourselves. Now there is valid, quantifiable, evidence-based research that proves that the older adult will experience similar fitness gains just like their younger counterparts when using an individualized exercise training program. That is great news and Sabrina Joe will explain what this means and why Despite advancing age, we can all respond to exercise training in a way that is similar to our younger counterparts. Let's unpack this research and more. So let's welcome back to the program, ACE Director of Science and Research Content, Sabrina Joe. Sabrina Joe, welcome to the program. Thanks, Paul. Good to be back. Always good to be back with you. Yeah, this is uh, a great time of year to be talking about uh, exercise because I think you know, so often during the winter months, we might lay off a little bit, but in fact, it's really good to keep up a year-long level of activity. And 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 today, I want to talk to you a little bit about research. Uh, of course, that's your your area. There's some new research out from the American Council on Exercise. You, in fact, are getting a, a PhD, and so really, this is this is good stuff for us to be talking about, and good stuff to be talking about this this time of year. The research, I think, is is really great. We're going to put a link up to it, but it's titled "Do Younger and Older Adults Respond the Same to Individualized Exercise Training?" And there are some some components that are discussed in the research, and I thought we'd just start there. What, what are the health-related components of physical fitness that decline as we age? Why is that? And can we do anything about that? Can we slow that down a little bit? Yeah, so a lot to unpack there. And this is a great study, so I'm, I'm so glad that it caught your attention because I love talking about this stuff. Um, to answer your question, the health-related components of physical fitness are considered cardiorespiratory fitness, muscular fitness, so so things we might think of as strength and endurance with the muscles, um, body composition, which you know has to do with body weight, but also like how many extra pounds of fat tissue are you carrying around? Um, and flexibility, which everyone knows what flexibility is, but technically flexibility is the range of motion about the joints. So everyone has kind of a an intended or what we would consider a normal range of motion. Um, so when that is stifled or when de- when that decreases, you, you tend to notice that in terms of being inflexible or stiff. Mm-hmm. So those are the types of things that research has shown to somewhat decrease as we age. And 
The great news with that, though, is that all of those things can be improved or those decrements can be slowed Mm. by physical activity. Mm -hmm. Good news. (laughs) Yeah, that's great news. Mm -hmm. And I think... It's really interesting when you look at it from the perspective of this of this research, you know, this idea that do younger and older adults respond, you know, the same or differently? And so let's talk a little bit about the research itself. Tell us a little bit about the research, the who, the the ages, the maybe the testing types of, of testing that, that were done. Uh, there's baseline testing. I think there was some duration. Were there weights used? All of those kinds of things. Uh, let's learn a little bit about that. Great. I, I will do my best. So I'll try to keep it as simple as possible because <laughs> I don't want to get into the weeds <laughs> of, of all of those little tiny details. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so this study looked at really comparing two different groups of subjects or people. So one group of subjects were younger. Um, There were 10 individuals who were between the ages of 18 and 35. And the second group were older subjects, um, a group of eight people, and they were between the ages of 50 and 65. And all of these subjects, both the older and the younger, were sedentary at the start of the study. So they weren't used to physical activity at all. And they were also all relatively healthy. So none of the groups were dealing with chronic disease. um, So that that wouldn't be a confounding variable. So everyone was pretty healthy. And what the researchers wanted to do was they just wanted to know if we put these two groups of people through an eight-week exercise program, would we see similar responses to exercise from the older and the younger groups? So would the positive impacts, the benefits of exercise show up for all of the subjects? And so that's what we set out to answer. And we put them through an eight week program that consisted of both uh, aerobic, also called cardio training and resistance training. So Um, It progressively increased over the eight weeks. So the program started out at three days a week, but by the end of the eight weeks, they were working out for five days a week. And the program started with those sessions being about 30 minutes long. But by the end of those eight weeks, the, the sessions were around an hour to an hour and 15 minutes long. So you can see it was, um, not, not a basic, just one size fits all everyone do the same thing at the same time. We actually progressed it based on the individual. And what one thing that was important about this study was that we used um, individualized programming, which means that at the beginning we, we assessed people's um, ability to withstand certain types of cardio. Um, for example, walking on a treadmill might be a good example. And we based their breathing responses and how and how hard they worked um, in that initial session. We based our programming off of that. So so that's why it was individualized. Um, so we could kind of really tune the program to the individual. And and I do believe that's an important part, which um, is is a great. Um, promotion of the concept of working with uh, a qualified exercise professional, yeah, to help with that. Um, But excitingly, as I mentioned before, the question was, do both older and younger exercisers 
respond to a program in the same way. And what we found was that uh, a resounding yes, they they actually do. So um, some of the exciting changes that we saw were that both groups, so both the older and the younger participants, they actually improved. They saw positive improvement in all of the measures. And so uh, in all of those those fitness-related health components. So, for example, their aerobic capacity improved, um, bench press improved, leg press improved, and, and those are just some strength exercises for people who, who know about strength. Um, and then bo their body composition improved, and so did their flexibility. Um, the interesting thing, although not surprising, is that although there was a, a trend for improvement on all of these measures for the leg strength and the flexibility, while those tended to improve, they didn't significantly improve for the older group. So what that tells us is that even though all these measures tended to improve, it didn't really reach significance for leg strength and sit and reach. And in sit and reach is a, a flexibility measure. And the reason that I said that this isn't all that surprising is that we do know that one way the human body tends to age is that we seem to selectively lose some of our fast twitch muscle fibers. And those fast twitch muscle fibers are responsible for producing strength and power. And so you can imagine, well, if, if we tend to selectively lose those, then it makes sense that our our leg strength wouldn't quite be up to speed with what you might see in a, in a younger individual. Hi, Paul here. We'll be right back with our excellent fitness interview with Sabrina Joe. And you know, fitness, New Year's resolutions, uh, Happy New Year, by the way, it's still January, so I can do that. Well, you know, we've talked about resolutions, and certainly one of mine is a thorough fitness program over 12 months long. Part of that fitness program, and especially for those of us in the Not Old Better community, means tapping into today's show sponsor, Simple Habit. Simple Habit is a five-minute meditation app designed to help busy people stress less, achieve more, and live better in a series of guided programs. As I say, fitness, meditation, all on my New Year's resolution list. And Simple Habit offers me the best program so that only five minutes a day will help reduce stress, improve focus, allow me to sleep better, relax faster, breathe easier, and so much more. Simple Habit has meditation guides for specific lifestyles or symptoms designed by the world's best teachers that range from mindfulness experts like Shauna Sapiro, a professor at Santa Clara University who teaches about the subject of meditation and is a featured teacher on Simple Habit, someone who teaches meditation. Tiny aside, Meditations guided by Shauna Shapiro on Simple Habit are wonderful. If nothing else, check out the Simple Habit app and look for Shauna Shapiro. Hey, but check out Simple Habit because you're busy. You know, you're on the go a lot, which basically describes so many of us in the Not Old Better Show audience. But the on-the-go feature within the Simple Habit app 
will quickly calm and soothe your too busy and stressed out nerves, which will totally calm. And the built-in alarm feature reminds me to do it just in case my stress makes me forget. <laughs> the app is available on iOS, Android, and the web, and I've been using it for the last week, and I love it. As you all know, I talk to a lot of people during my Not Old Better Show interviews, and tracking guests down, making each one of my guests feel comfortable, and getting those great guests to be talkative too is part of my everyday life, and I've been using Simple Habit for motivation and for calming me down. Hey, I need it too. <laughs> but try Simple Habit for free. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. Free for an entire month. So visit the website address, simplehabit.com slash notoldbetter. Again, that's simplehabit.com slash notoldbetter. We'll put this in today's show notes. But remember, Simple Habit's mission is to empower humans to stress less achieve more and live better. And while I've just started my personal challenge of meditating for a week, I can tell you that I already feel less stressed and less guilty about my daily time constraints. Five minutes is clearly more than enough. So meditate today. Again, that's simplehabit.com slash not old better. Thanks everybody. And now back to today's fitness guest, Sabrina Joe. We are back with Sabrina Joe from the American Council on Exercise. And I, I really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us about this subject of, of leg strength because I think fall prevention is based very much on the ability to be able to balance. And so leg strength contributes to all of that. Correct. It, it really does. Um, but one thing I will say about that is um, researchers aren't quite sure exactly the mechanism behind we tend to lose type two muscle fibers. And one, one hypothesis is that it's because we become more sedentary as we age. Mm -hmm. And because we also know that, uh, through this study and others that, um, people of all ages have the potential to improve their strength, no matter where they are in the lifespan. So mm -hmm. if, if you also recall, these subjects were all sedentary at the start. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. ima imagine being a person in that 50 plus age range and also being sedentary, maybe sedentary throughout most of, of his or her life. So that, that might explain why the, the leg strength took longer to see improvement or mm -hmm. didn't improve as much. Good to know. Uh, this, of course, is uh, research that comes from the uh, American Council on Exercise magazine titled Certified. It's from the January 2019 edition. Again, we're going to put links up to where we can uh, where we can find this. Uh, Sabrina Joe, of course, is our guest today. Last question for you, uh, Sabrina. If you maybe tell us the the answer to the question that was posed by the research do older adults respond to exercise training in a way that is similar to their younger counterparts and maybe go into a little bit of detail about it because we can we can answer yes and you've stated that but what what is it that we're really learning from this well what we're really learning is that people who 
are, let's say you're an exercise professional and you train clients who are 50 plus years of age, or let's say you're an actual person who is in that category of Mm -hmm, being mm -hmm. 50 plus years of age. What we're saying is that you don't have to be afraid that this effort being put into exercise won't result in benefits because it absolutely will. So I know it's one thing that we always promote on on your program, which is you know mm-hmm. be be active and experience all the health benefits that come with that. But this is just more research that actually shows that. So mm-hmm. so I I enjoy the results of the study for that reason. Um, another thing that came through that I that I didn't mention, and that is that interestingly. One thing that occurred for the older age group that didn't occur for the younger is they saw a significant decrease in their systolic blood pressure. And the younger individuals, uh, they they kind of just you know, improved a little bit, but not, not as much. So what that also tells me is that not only can measures such as, um, you know, the strength and the flexibility, have room for improvement and the ability to change with physical activity, but a really important cardio metabolic health measure, which is blood pressure, mm-hmm. can absolutely change and actually change more for the older age group than the younger. And there are some some logical reasons why this might be so as well. Um, and it has to do with the fact that as as we age, a cardiovascular system also tends to not function as well as when we were say in our 20s but then again most of the research on people as they age are done on average sedentary folks because because that's kind of what the population is so I, I would like to just again interject some positivity in that physical activity really has the power to to positively impact not just fitness measures, but important health measures too, no matter what age. No matter what age. And I think that's an important point to make too. We always advocate uh, that older adults really consider exercise. Do it it in a smart way. And and here we've got some evidence-based science that's really showing us that we can stave off some of the decline, but we can really improve in some areas. Blood pressure is one. Serena Joe, thank you so much for your time today. Again, we're going to put links up to where the audience can find information about you, about the research, about ACE. But uh, what a pleasure it is to talk to you, and uh, we'll catch up to you again next time. Great. Thanks for letting me share today, Paul. Thank you, Sabrina. My thanks to Sabrina Joe, ACE Director of Science and Research Content, for joining us today. And my thanks to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Please keep your emails coming to me with great show ideas, suggestions, and comments at info at notold-better.com. Thanks as well to Simple Habit for sponsoring today's program. And remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody.